0: Amen. It ought to be the desire of every one of us to be more like the Lord. Thank you, Brother Heath, for that great song today. I want you to take your Bible with me this morning, if you would, and turn to the book of 1 John, chapter number 5. 1 John, chapter number 5, this morning. 1 John, chapter number 5. And I want to read a few verses here from the Word of God. In 1 John, chapter number 5. 1 John chapter number 5, beginning at verse number 1, if you're there, say amen. amen. Great. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone that loveth Him, that begot, loveth Him also that is begotten of Him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep His commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. For whosoever whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world. Now, I want to continue reading just a moment, uh, even our faith. I want to read just a moment down a little farther. But I want you to notice in verses 2 and 3, Now, the Word of God tells us that if we love the Lord like we should, it wouldn't be any problem to do right. And I believe that, don't you? I believe a person saved by the grace of God, their desire should be that they want to do right. Let me just say this today. In my life every day, I'm glad the Holy Ghost reminds me that I need to do right. Amen. Look at verse 6, this is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood, and it is the Spirit that bears witness, because the Spirit is true. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in the earth, the Spirit, and the water, and the blood, and these three agree in one. If we receive the witness of, the, of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he have testified of his Son. He that believeth on the Son of God hath with the witness in himself that he believeth not God. Let uh, me read that again. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is a record that God hath given to us eternal life. And this life Is in his son. He that hath the son hath life, and he that hath not the son of God hath not life. Verse 13. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life. Everybody say these two words with me may know. know. Say them again May may know. And that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. I want to preach this morning on this thought, how I know I'm not going to go. And I'll explain my title in just a moment. Let's bow together and pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much today for the privilege of reading the Word of God. Now, Lord, I pray today, may you speak to our heart, give us what we need from your precious Word today. Lord, we'll thank you and we'll praise you for all you do for us, for we ask it in Christ's name and all of God's people said, Amen. You can be seated. If you have driven a car for any period of time, or if you've been on Interstate 77 or Interstate 40, or maybe just in town or around the construction area, you have probably sometime or another received uh, uh, a universal sign that someone's given you to let them you know that they were not pleased with something you did, whether it's turning in traffic or turning out or cutting them off or whatever else. Uh, We've grown real good in our country uh, to get really mad when we drive automobiles and and of course it's called road rage and we know about that, but yet there are many signs that people give today to let you know that they are not pleased uh, with you. Matter of fact, some time ago, and I shared this with you in the message, I received this young girl because I'd cut her off in traffic I guess and she pulled up beside of me and uh, she stuck her hand in the air and all her fingers were missing but one and she let me know that she did not appreciate what I'd done and uh, of course I didn't realize I'd done it and you know the story, I won't get into it but I eventually pulled up back beside of her and I looked over her and I said I can't, amen and uh, you know what I mean by that. Well, this past week I was up with some folks and we were uh, up riding uh, 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 dirt bikes up in West Virginia and this one girl that goes with us and her husband, I've known her for years. She and I race motocross together. She is a tremendous athlete. Matter of fact, as far as technical riding, she's a better dirt bike rider than I am and she rides mountain bikes and does a lot of different things. And anyway, uh, they just do things in jest, not mean anything by it, not trying to be anyway. But I was picking on her about something when she was riding, she messed up or whatever else and she gave me that universal sign and she gave to me with a smile on her face she wasn't trying to be mean and she certainly knows she didn't want me to go somewhere like that before you start flying in here with your wings on you've done a whole lot of things I know how bad do it they'll just tell you to read between the lines amen Amen. but either way it's not nice not good but I'm going to tell you what God did with that and she was doing it in jest she thinks the world of me I'm close to her family But what it did for me, it gave me an opportunity. Because when she did that, even in jest, she's around a lot of people and we're all just kind of laughing, but I thought, you know what? This is a great time to go over and say that I'm not gonna go. And so I walked over in the midst of people Most of them saved but a few not And I walked over And I began to share with her And the others On how I know I'm not going to go And then I began to think about The very fact Of the word of God And how that I know That I'm not going to go To hell And can I say this today I'm glad that I'm not going to hell one black preacher years ago, uh, he preached a message. And he preached a message on why I want to go to heaven. And he said, first of all, because I don't want to go to hell. Yeah. Praise God, that's theologically true, Right? Can I say this today? If all I got, little monitors, fellas, if all I got was fire insurance, if all I got was a fact that I'm not going to hell, praise God, that'd be wonderful, amen? Aren't you glad this morning that your name's in the Lamb's Book of Life? Aren't you glad this morning that you know that you're not going to hell? Somebody say amen I'm so thankful I'm not going to hell. Our choir sings a song, I'm not going to hell. I'm glad to know that. You say, preacher, do you believe some people are? Sure. I believe hell enlarges itself every day, but I'm glad that I'm not going. And the Bible says in 1 John 5, 13, that we can know that we have eternal life. Have you ever thought about why some people don't know or they're unsure of being saved? Well, sometimes that comes from just being backslidden. And I've said a little bit about this before, and I know it's not a New Testament word. It's an Old Testament word. I'm not being right with God or not be on fire for God may be better than the New Testament but I want to say this, no doubt some people are saved but they drift away from God they're not where they need to be in their devotional life in their private time with the Lord and so they struggle on whether or not they're saved by the grace of God and that could be done. Some people doubt their salvation because of burdens. Uh, they go through life and the devil jumps on their case. And when the devil jumps on their case, uh, they're going through these burdens and they're thinking, well, if I'm saved, should I be going through these things? If I'm saved, does God really love me? Well, let me say this to you today. It rains on the just and the unjust. We all have to deal with burdens uh, in our life. Some people don't feel like they're saved because they're bound to, uh, by things in their life oh they're saved as by fire they know they're going to heaven but they're bound by things in their life that hold them back and by the way the Bible says whom the sun sets free is free indeed now let me say this I, I know I'm not going to hell but here's a couple reasons uh, that are not keeping me out of hell I'm not going to hell because of my membership Amen. I'm not going to hell because I'm a member of a Baptist church or a member of any other church. I'm not going to hell because of membership. Also, I'm not going to hell because of my morals. I I do believe that I have pretty good morals and I even had pretty good morals for I got saved. When I walked the aisle to be married, I was morally right in that sense. I wasn't saved all that period of time, but I did have some morals in my life. And I'll tell you what, I was around enough people in my family that did And I made up my mind a long time ago I was going to have some morals in my life and live right and do right. And then when I got saved, I realized that morality, you've heard me say this, but morality can keep you out of jail, but only the blood of Christ can keep you out of hell. How do I know that I'm not going to go? I want you to look right here in 1 John 5. I want to share some things with you. First of all, I know I'm not going to hell because of the purchase of the Savior. First John five twelve reads like this: He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. I want to say first of all, see preachers, this elementary it ought to be. It's the gospel, and God made it easy for us. Uh, I, I listen. I do believe in the sense uh, that the gospel is not difficult to understand. I want to say first of all that we are bought with a price. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6 20 For you are bought with a price Therefore glorify God in your body and your spirit Which are God's How many this morning believe you're bought with a price Amen How many this morning know that price was the son of God How many of you realize that price Was what Jesus paid for you I am bought with a price Friend the son of God Purchased me with his own blood I am bought with a price Second of all I'm blessed with a pardon I'm glad I've been set free. The songwriter said, Jesus signed my pardon. This I surely know. In Jeremiah 33, 8, the Bible says, and I will cleanse them from all their iniquity whereby they have sinned against me and I will pardon all their iniquities. How many of you glad that one day when you were locked up in that cell of sin and you were locked up in that cell of the world, how many of you glad that the very one that could pardon you came to your life and set you free and you've been pardoned of all your sin. A pardon doesn't mean that you weren't guilty. A pardon just means you're forgiven for being guilty. Amen. I listen. The purchase of the Savior. I've been bought with a price. I've been blessed with a pardon. I want to say this. I've already booked a place. Hey man, praise God! I got a reservation. I got a reservation. I'm glad we're seating in the heavens with Christ Jesus. I'm glad you and I have already got a place at the tables. I said to you the other night, I'm glad, thank God, John's already saw me. I've already booked a place. I'm glad the table's already been set. I'm glad to know that I'm on my way to heaven, already got a place booked. Amen. My name's on the registry. Amen. Amen. Thank God for that today. Some of you on the way home think about that and you may get excited about it. I wanna say this, I'm bordered by his power the Bible says in 1 Peter 1 5 who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation you know how I know I'm going to heaven cause I accepted Christ and the Holy Ghost put a ring around me amen uh, hey I, I've heard some people say before oh if you love that girl you ought to put a ring on her finger you know what that ring is it's an unending symbol of the unending love that you have for somebody guess what when I got saved by the grace of God the Holy Ghost put a ring around my heart and the Holy Ghost said i believe belong to you. And the Holy Ghost said you belong to me. I'm glad to know today I'm not going to hell because I have been boarded by a power that's greater than me. I'm not holding on and hanging out. I'm sealed to the day of redemption. I have the Holy Ghost in me that lets me know that I am a child. Time out. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. Aren't you glad today you're not holding on? Aren't you glad today you know you're not hanging out? Aren't you glad today to know that you have been sealed unto the day of redemption. Amen. I'm glad. Boy, that's peace. Hallelujah. I don't always do right every day, but I'm saved every day. Amen. You say, all oh, preaching, You better be careful about preaching that now. You preach that, you're going to give somebody a license to sin. Not according to 1 John 5 that I read. Bible says his commandments are not grievous. Bible says if you're saved, you'll live right and do right. And when you fail, God, you'll get convicted of your sin. Can I tell you this? I believe in the doctrine of eternal security. Matter of fact, I don't know how a man. I do not know how a man can be saved. And I'm sure. And I'm not going to get into that. But I don't know how a man can be saved and not believe that. Because here's the deal. What else are you trusting? What else are you trusting if you don't believe in eternal security? You've got to be trusting membership. You've got to be trusting morals. You've got to be trusting some other method apart from the grace of God. Friend, I want to tell you right now, I'm going to heaven because of grace. I'm saved because of grace. I'm going to have my name in the am because of the grace of God. Yes, I'm a grace preacher. I believe in the grace of God and that's what saves us from our sin. Amen. Oh, you're gonna give somebody license to sin. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. That's just some crock that somebody came up with uh, that matters not at all. Because and by the way, I said to you the other night, I ain't never met any of them's lost it anyway. And by the way, what are you gonna do? Drive down the road, have a bad thought, get killed in the car wreck, and go to hell? Praise God. I'm glad it ain't a matter of me getting to the prayer altar every time. I do something wrong. Look up here at me now. Aren't you glad of that? I'm glad to pray. God, I'll tell you right now, buddy, I'd bust hell wide open if he would come to living right every day and never doing anything wrong. Praise God, I'd be running to the altar all the time. I'd be praying all the time, but I'm glad I've been sealed unto the day of redemption. You say, preacher, preacher, does that mean, does that mean I can go run out and drink a beer? Could for one or two, don't want to. Does that mean I could go out and buy drugs? Could, but I don't want to. See, here's the deal. When you get saved by the grace of God, your want-to changes. Amen. Amen. Your want-to changes. I mean, people get so confused. Boy, y'all better be careful preaching that once saved, always saved. That makes everybody want to listen. Uh, those of you that got saved, didn't it change your life? Didn't it cause you to go another direction? Don't you get convicted when you do wrong? Friend, I'm telling you without a shadow of a doubt, we need to understand we're not going to go to hell. Why are we not going to go to hell? Because of the purchase of the Savior. i mean, bought with a price, blessed with a pardon. Booked a place and bordered by his power. Amen. Second of all, here's a great way to know you're not going, you're not going to hell. The promise of the scripture. Hallelujah. I'm going to read you a verse that is, I, 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 I'm pretty sure of, Brother Dormont, you help me with the yes, that is not in the NIV. Here's the verse. Colossians 1:14, "In whom we have redemption through His blood, I believe they took out through His blood, if I'm not mistaken. And whom we have you say, well, preacher, let me look at my NIV. If you have it, throw it out and I will sweep it up and get you a Bible. In whom I have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. You say, Preacher, what do you mean by the promise of the scripture? Watch this. His blood was sufficient. His blood was sufficient. Frank, can I tell you this? I'm not redeemed with the blood of bulls and goats. I'm not redeemed with the blood of man. But I'm redeemed by the powerful, by that blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Somebody say, well, that's a bloody religion. Guilty, 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 guilty. Somebody say that's a bloody. Praise God. I'm glad I got the blood on me. I got the blood in me. I've got the blood around me. Thank God that blood is sufficient. Hallelujah today. Amen. I like preaching the blood. Amen. I get to preach some blood. I get plumb excited. Amen. What can wash away my sin? Amen. There is power, power, wonder-working power. Hey, honey, let me tell you something. Those songwriters of old, they wasn't writing a song to make it on the gospel news. They wasn't writing a song to get a dove award. I'll tell you why they wrote them songs about the blood. Because they knew one day they were lost and wretched and undone without God. And the blood was applied and changed it all. Amen. Watch this now. The promise of the Scripture tells us his blood was sufficient. Second of all, his burial was short. First Corinthians 15 4, and he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the Scripture. His, his burial was short. Somebody said, why did he use a bar tomb? Didn't need it long. Amen. Didn't need it long. Amen. Can I tell you this? Joseph Armathy, he got that thing back quick, three days. It's yours, buddy, I'm out of here, amen. Didn't need it long, guess what? You know what, you can put me in a grave, honey, and I might still be paying payments on the coffin and payments on the vault, but honey, it won't matter, cause when the resurrection happens, hallelujah, somebody else can have it. I'm out of there. I just need it for a short time. Amen. His burial was short. That's a promise in the Word of God. You know how I know I'm not going to, going to hell? He got up. Amen. Yes, and he got out. Yes, sir. I preached a message years ago. I liked this title, Brother Justin, when the truth got out. Yes, sir. Amen. He was the truth and when he rose from the dead, the truth got out. Amen. I'm glad the truth's out today. Amen. It might not be out with WikiLeaks or whatever it is. It might not be out with all that other crowd, but hallelujah it's out. Praise God when Jesus got out of the grave. I'm glad thank God I'm saved because he got up. My preacher, that's elementary. He said, why have you got over it so bad? You ought to be shouting me out right now. You ought to at least put a smile on your face. You ought to be so happy right now. Praise God. You ought to feel like you want to go. Hey, somebody helping me. You ought to feel like you want to go to hell with a water pistol and squirt the devil in the face. Amen. Let me tell you why. Honey, it ain't about you. You didn't do it. I didn't do it. This church didn't do it. It's all about the blood of the Son of God, the purchase price of heaven. It's all about he got up and I I got out it's all about that this morning. Hallelujah, I say hallelujah. hallelujah. I'm glad I'm saved. I said I'm glad I'm saved. I'm glad I'm not going to hell. I'm glad I've been purchased. I'm glad I've been bought this morning. Amen. Well, his burial was short, his blood was sufficient, that's the promise of the scripture. Watch this, his bully was sentenced. Revelation 1:18, "I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I'm alive forevermore. Amen. Amen. And then he, he had to end up with this statement, and have the keys of hell and of death. Jesus sending in the earth. you say what happened? He got the keys. Amen. Thank God I'm glad he's got the keys. Aren't you? Did you know the devil's not even in control of hell? Did you know the devil's not over hell at all? Jesus has the keys and one day old slew will be locked up in hell and the door shut and Jesus has the keys. My friend Dr. Joe Arthur said years ago he said and I heard him preaching this and I loved it. He said when Jesus ascended into the earth before he ascended to his father. And you know this, he ascended in there. Brother Joe Brother Joe paints a picture of it in his words like this. He said, I can see the Lord when he gets back to heaven, all them angels, they cry holy, 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 and praise him. I can see when Jesus gets back and the scars in his hands. I can see when Jesus gets back and when somebody say, an angel will say, Jesus, He looked like you've been to hell. And Jesus will say, I have. And I got the keys. (laughs) Amen. I got the keys. Can I say today, friend, I'm glad I'm not gonna go. I'm glad I'm safe. I want you to know, and I know that because of the promise of the scripture. Can I say something to you today, Brother Russell? I think this needs to be preached. People need to realize that salvation is not feelings. Right? Right? Now don't misunderstand me. It feels good to be saved. Somebody give me a witness. I'm feeling good right now. The more I preach, you guys call to preach, you know what it's like when you get plugged in. Amen. I mean, you get to study and all that. Listen, I can study and put all that stuff on paper, but I'm telling you until I get plugged in, it don't matter. Amen. But once God lets me realize and live what I'm preaching, then it matters. Amen. You ever been there, Brother Brandon, while you're preaching all of a sudden you're going, well, whoo. Praise God, that's in there. But you know what? A lot of people based their salvation on a feeling. You don't always feel saved. Right. Huh? Get the flu, hug a commode and say I saved you feel. Right? Amen. But I'm going to tell you this. Salvation ought to be based on scripture. What did God say in the word of God? Amen. Amen. Scripture. What does the Bible say? Well, the Bible says and lets us know uh, that we have passed from death unto life. The Bible lets us know uh, that his burial was real, uh, uh, that the devil was sinless, uh, and that the blood was sufficient. Jesus, can God say, or preacher, can God, Jesus save somebody like me? He can because his blood's sufficient. Let me give you this third thing. I like this. I got one minute. got to quit church, and you got to stop right at 12. Y'all know that ain't true, right? We'll be done, though. We'll be done. The purchase of the Savior, second of all. Watch this promise of Scripture. Preacher, how do you know you're not going to go? Watch this. The presence of the Spirit. Now, I wish I had time to preach about three hours on this. I'm not going to because I want to go get something to eat once we get done. But I want to give you something here. The presence of the Spirit. Watch this. Number one, and you go back to 1 John 5, the, pre- the Spirit confirms us. Look at verse 9, 1 John 5. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of who? God is greater. Say, preacher, how do you know you're saved? Witness of the Holy Ghost. I, I'm going to tell you what. Can I tell you this? When I walked out of church that night, I got saved. Didn't no man have to walk up with me and say, Chris, you know you're saved. Y'all ain't getting this, Lord, have mercy. Y'all ain't getting, do you realize, it? Brother Bill, when I got saved, Brother Justin, when I got saved, nobody had to come to me and say to me, oh, Chris, did you know you're a Christian now? I didn't have to tell nobody tell me that, Brother Russell, cause honey, deep down inside, that Holy Ghost done took up residence. Honey, I didn't know all about it, but I knew something was different in my life. I knew it wasn't the same. I hear a whole lot of people, Brother Mike, just got saved. They don't know a theological thing in the world. They don't know if Jonah, they don't know if Jonah built an ark or they don't know if Noah got right. swallowed by a whale. You know what I'm saying? They don't know. I know I said that back. Because that was intentional. Just so y'all don't help me there. But they don't know. But can I, tell, I mean, I listen. I like it. I had a fellow one time got saved. All he could say to me was, he didn't say, well, I got washed in the blood. All he could say was, boy, this is different. Boy, this is different. Boy, that's different. Can I tell you something, buddy? (laughs) I'm having a good time with y'all or not. Can I tell you something? You can't get something as big as God inside of you. You cannot get something as big as God inside of you. You can't get something like the Holy Ghost as big as he is inside of you and not know it. Surely, Miss Tanya, it's gonna stick out somewhere. I'm preaching good, ain't I? Yes, sir. I'm hissing good right here, praise God. Amen. Amen. I ain't got no problem doing my own shouting. Amen. Hey, I want you to know something. Understand what I'm going to say. That presence of the Spirit, it confirms me. Yeah. Amen. It does, Brother Dermont. You mean you as a deacon went to church every week, didn't you? Got saved, something changed, didn't it? You got some confirmation. Uh, yeah. I like. <laughs> what date did you say? Do you remember? You remember date? January the fifteenth. January fifteenth. You ever call one of them hotels, and you say, "Ma'am, I need a room for Thursday night, king bed, no smoking." And they said, "All right, to get it all done." What'd you say? The date was January fifteenth. 15th. January 15th. Get all done. And then they say, well, sir, before you hang up, let me give you that confirmation number. Yeah. You know what that confirmation number means? Can nobody else have my spot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Help me, TD Jakes. Hey, Amen. Can nobody else have my spot? That means, hallelujah. I've got a place. Oh <laughs> I got a place. Guess what? When the devil. <laughs> Hallelujah! When the devil jumps on, oh, I missed that, didn't I? When the devil jumps on your case and said, How do you know you're saved? You can say January 15th, I got a confirmation number. Jan- hey, thank God I got a confirmation day. How many of you right now in this building say you got a confirmation day? The day you guys you ought to shout about it. You ought to praise God about it today. Hallelujah. You got a confirmation date? You got a confirmation date? March 19th. Anybody else? Raise your hand if you got a confirmation date. What is it, Carrie? Confirmation date. Got it in place. Yeah. What is it? 18, Hallelujah. Anybody else got a confirmation date? August hey Amen. Praise God. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Anybody over here got a confirmation date, Brother Russell? Yes, yes, yes. Hey man, Miss Susan. January 2nd, Hallelujah. Anybody else got a confirmation date? Yes, ma'am. Hey, man. Help yourself. I'm glad one day when you walk in that old hotel and that woman's behind the desk or that man and you say, my name is, open the books. It's right there. I've got a confirmation. I'm glad one day when the books are open, Honey, I got a confirmation. It's there. It's been confirmed by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, preach on, let it re up. Glory to God. What's a dead Baptist? Amen. Brother James, you got a confirmation today? Hallelujah. Amen. The Spirit confirms us. Second of all, how do I know I'm not going to hell? The Spirit comforts us. You ever made this statement? I couldn't have made it without Jesus. You ever been through something in your life and praise God, you're struggling and you're trying to get through it and you feel like this. You feel like, man, I ain't never gonna get through this. And then all of a sudden, get out there, Jesus. Then all, no, no, stand up, you're Jesus, man. Get over here. Then all of a sudden, he reaches his hand and he helps you up. Amen. You say, I don't watch. This. You say, I don't know how in the world I ever got through that. Hey, I don't know how let's say that carpet on one side is you starting your trial. And that carpet on the other side is you ending your trial. But right here in the middle of it, Jesus will get your hand and he'll lead you over here. Hey, you don't know how you got there, but the Holy Ghost got you there. Aren't you glad the Holy Ghost got you there? Hey Amen. The Spirit comforts us. First John five again, look at verse 15. And if we know that we hear if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. I'm glad I got that comfort. And I want to say this the Spirit convicts us. First John 5 3, if this is love of God that we keep his commandments. Commandments are not grievous. His spirit will convict us. Let us know we don't do right. One of the greatest evidences of being saved is the convicting power of the Holy Ghost in the life of a believer. That's right. Preacher, how do you know you're not going to hell? Cause you wear a suit or a real pretty tie, or you wear, you know, some brother shoes or how do you know? How do you know that you're not going to hell, preacher? I know, but it's got nothing to do with the clothes I wear, right. the church I'm a member of. It's got nothing to do with saying something after somebody. It's got nothing to do with being Lutheran, a Baptist, a Methodist, a Pentecostal, or a Catholic. Blah, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's got nothing to do with all that. It's got to do with the purchase of the Savior. Jesus signed my pardon. Amen. I wished I could sing. I wish I could. I'd sing it right now. I'm tempted to do it anyway. Amen. I like that little song. Jesus, I my pardon, this I surely know. Took my sins to Calvary. Now I don't have to go. You know what you got and you got saved? You bypassed Calvary. Every time I used to play Monopoly, I'll always get that thing, go straight to jail. Do not pass go. I'm glad when I got saved, it was go straight to heaven. Bypass Calvary. I don't have to go. Amen. I want y'all to leave here today. If you're saved, you know, listen, let's be honest. I told you last Wednesday night, man. I was riding down the road listening to Fox News on XM Radio. I just got to the point fully on that. Amen. I clicked over there on that enlighten, you know. Listen to the primitive sing. I was riding down the road. I was speeding, but if I got pulled over, I'd been a happy speeder. Because, <laughs> but I don't, and I don't speed. I don't. I've not even had a speeding ticket. You know, I've been driving since I was sixteen, and I'll say this probably day I'll get one. But uh, and I should have got a few on some motorcycle, but I haven't. But anyway, I, I'm I'm gonna say this to you. <laughs> You get, you get to thinking about the fact you're going to heaven saved. See, we got over that stuff. I'll be honest with you. That's one reason we can't have revival because everybody's done got to the place. We don't got over it. It's like getting a new toy at Christmas. The greatest toy you could ever get. And about three weeks later, you're over in the corner somewhere. Because you don't got over it. Well, guess what? Hey, 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 hey! I hadn't got over it yet. i have been saved say, Long, you've been alive, man. Do you realize that? How old are you, Brother Scott? 20 I've been saved long you've been alive. Man, that's saying something for me, ain't it? <laughs> but you know what? I hadn't got over it. Amen. Brother Silver, I really hadn't got over it. Anybody here been saved over 50 years? 50 years. Raise your hand real high. That's the thing to be proud of. Right? I see several hands over 50 years. Saved over 50 years. You are still not be over it. Amen. You are to still not be over it. Amen. Right? I had a preacher, he just gets a little excited, y'all. Bear with him. I'm going to tell you what. If I ain't got nothing else, and I do, I, I got a bumper sticker in front of my truck says blessed. Hey amen. I feel like a Pentecostal, but I mean, I got it right there in the front. But, but can, I tell you, can I tell you something? If I ain't got nothing, <laughs> stand your feet. Stand your feet. If I don't have nothing else to be excited about, hey amen, if I don't have anything else to be excited about, praise God I'm saved.
1: Amen. I mean, I'm not going
0: to hell. Amen. I'm a Christian saved by the grace of God. You know what? I don't know what's going to happen November 8th. It ain't going to be good either way. It's bl- America, I think it's the start of the major confusion of America. I think we're getting ready to see what some of these people are predicting. I do. I think it's going to be chaos. I think one way could go on most of martial law. But let me tell you this. That ain't going to affect one thing. It ain't going to affect the fact that I'm saved. It ain't going to affect the fact that I'm going to heaven. It ain't going to affect the fact that I have a confirmation number. You can't change that. I was there when it happened. Wasn't well, none of y'all there. Not a one of you was there when I got saved. Not one person in this building. Only way you know I'm saved is I tell you. And I try to live it. But can I tell you this? I was there. But I still remember it. I still remember it. You remember it preacher? I'd heard it all my life Brother Johnny. My mama drugged me to church. But I'm going to tell you something. That Sunday night I got it. I didn't need mama to tell me. Amen, Brother Russell. Amen, Brother Russell. I didn't need mama to tell me. I didn't need nobody convince me of it. You can't even talk me out of it. You know why? Because I was there. Head bowed, every eye closed. How many of you have a testimony to the wonderful, marvelous, good, sweet, kind grace of God? How many of you, as a testimony, can slip your hand up toward heaven and say, Preacher, I know, I know that I'm saved. I know it. Slip it up high as a testimony to Christ. I know. You can put it down. Would you be here today and say, Preacher, I don't know that for sure. I do not know that for sure. And I couldn't raise my hand. And I'd appreciate if you'd pray for me. Would you sip your hand up? I won't come to embarrass you. I'm not going to single you out. But I'd love to pray for you right now. Preacher, I don't know for sure. Would you pray for me? I'm not 100% sure that I'd go to heaven if I died. I need you to pray for me. Would you slip your hand up right now? Put it right back down. Could I pray for you right now? Could I pray for you right now? Do you care enough about your own soul? Do you care enough about your own soul that you let me pray for you right now? Preacher, I don't know for sure I'm saved. Would you pray for me? Would you slip it up? Could I pray for you right now? I believe the Lord might be dealing with somebody's heart. Could I pray for you right now? Could I do it? Can I pray for you right now? I wonder if there'd be a child of God here today to say, Preacher, I know I'm saved, but sometimes it's almost like I've gotten over it, almost like I'm not as excited as I used to be about it. Preacher, I was reminded today, boy, I need to stay excited about being saved. I don't ever need to let it get stale. Never need to let it get cold in my life. Preacher, I know I'm saved, but I need to get excited about it more than I am now. Would you pray for me? Would you see your hand up real high? Boy, that's all over this auditorium. My, my goodness. Listen, I got people coming. I got some of our members coming here, some of our preachers coming here. I wonder today, while this invitation is being, and Brother James is singing, I just wonder today, How many of us just thank God that one day God saved us, changed our life? And we just want to tell him thank you. Or we want to get that fire back of being saved. I don't know about you, friend, but the greatest thing that's ever been done for me was that Jesus saved me. Why don't you give him glory and give him praise this morning, Brother James?
1: Blood that Jesus shed for me. Are you glad this morning? Do you remember when Way the Lord touched your back life? Touched your heart? on Calvary. You remember that? The blood that gives me strength from day. Today it will never lose the Lord. its power. It reaches and it reaches Lord. to the highest mountain. Oh well, yes, it does. My still coming. And and Jesus, To the high
0: Brother Carrie, Miss Jackie, isn't it the greatest impacted. single thing ever happened in your life? The greatest single and thing. It, flows in your life. To the it really is. Miss Kathy, you were bound up in Catholicism. You thought a God was a God you couldn't even approach. That gives me the greatest thing ever happened running. to you. Miss Anne cared enough about you. Tell you about Jesus. All these are praying. Just play that same me, if you would. I want you to say something with me just out loud. I want you to say this. Let me finish. I want you to say it. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Would you say it? I want you to do it again. Say it again. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Say it again. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you, Lord. How do I express what I'm trying to say? We're talking about the God that put it on place. Sure. Amen. We're talking about the Jesus. That spoke the planets in rotation and the stars raised the dead, caused the blind to see. We're talking about the adorned, lovely Lamb of God. One day came. thought about it brother Heath you did not come to him I mean he just took off that robe of glory laid it on the banister stepped down in the womb of a little virgin girl walked up a hill called Calvary stretched out his arms died on that cross was laid in a grave on the third day Got up. Then on January fifteenth, that same Jesus yes. come by your life, Amen, brother. and knocked on the door. Hallelujah! I ain't talking about. I ain't talking about no president. I ain't talking about no, no athlete. I ain't talking about no. I'm talking about the Son of God. That makes me want to leave the car here and run home. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Miss Amy. Well, hallelujah. When I just remind myself, get reminded that I'm saved. I mean, all this, is anybody getting any help here? I know you got to get home, but your religion's running out. Listen, all this in heaven too. I mean, think about it. This is good. Is anybody enjoying your life? Amen. I mean, anybody, tell your face. Face, I'm enjoying my life. you enjoying your life? I mean, are you enjoying being saved, enjoying your life? Hallelujah. Well, I've got problems, preacher. Join the crowd. Praise God, older I get, every morning I get up, i got problems. <laughs> Getting up. <laughs> Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. Hey, hey. Well, all right. I I'll try my best to be an exhorter. I hope you're encouraged today by being saved. Amen. Greatest crowd I know. They ain't a perfect crowd, but it's a good crowd. Amen. Come be back with us, choir practice today, Sunday night service. Go home look at 2 Chronicles 29 if you want to. Come back in tonight. I'm going to preach tonight on who's going to clean up this mess. You know, if the Lord, you know how it is. I might come in tonight and preach on tithing, but that's my goal right now. You know what I'm saying? Who's going to clean up this mess? I'm glad after two kings that couldn't do the job, I'm glad old Hezekiah came on the scene. And I'm going to even get over there in Hezekiah, and it ain't going to be tonight, but I'm going to preach over there in Hezekiah, about Hezekiah. I'm going to preach over there about where he made a covenant with God. And I'm going to talk some things about that covenant that I studied that I think you'll like. But you can't get it if you're at home. We're going to cut your internet off. Amen. Let's close in word prayer. Operation Shoebacks. And backs. Shoe box, back in boxes, stuff. Shoe boxes back in the corner. Michelle, loves to see. You. Hey, 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 we got children. That's the only Christmas they might get. Yeah. Is what you do in them boxes back there? Yeah. Amen. Next Sunday's bus homecoming. We're excited. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. We're excited that bus homecoming. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord Jesus, for this reminder today that we're not going to hell. Lord, I'm glad I can trust my salvation to my Savior, to the Scripture. Thank God I can trust the Spirit of God that sealed me to the day of redemption. Lord, I'm glad I got a confirmation number. I'm glad I got it settled. I'm glad the old account has been settled. Lord, bless us when we come back in tonight. Let us go through this day day, being thankful that we're a child of God. In Jesus' name. All God's people said, that ain't good enough, all God's people said. Yeah.